It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Well, hello there, race fans, and welcome to the Front Stretch. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Online at joeskarting.com. Fast-paced, white local racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue. Get over to Joe's Karting today. Do yourself right with a little indoor kart racing. And like we talked about with last week's show, soon to come is the racing simulators that you're going to be able to go and race multiple racetracks around the country through iRacing on full simulator seats and VR headsets. Those are all uh, coming to Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. You can go over there and see them now as we uh, publish this on Tuesday night. The Slick Track series was going on, and you can uh, you can go over there and see the machines. They're not ready for public use yet. We're still making some tweaks and adjustments to them, but they're going to be ready here in about a week or two. So uh, get over there and check them out. Really, really cool deal, and uh, you can race anywhere in the United States. I mean, they're, they're going to be getting Bristol, asphalt Bristol. It's not going to have dirt Bristol, but you can go and race the, uh, the dirt track at Charlotte. You can go and race Knoxville. You could go and race, uh, what, uh, the Chili Bowl when that comes around. Lots of different racetracks all on iRacing, and you're going to be able to do it in a full simulator. Uh, Dirk, I was actually down there earlier tonight as we record and finishing up some of the settings and, and tweaking on some stuff and got those seats adjusted. And let me tell you, that seat moves very much, very much when you hit the wall like I did several times. Well, I'm having trouble deciding whether you're qualified to tweak or not. Computer-wise, Yes. I, oh, okay. I would I would think I am, <laughs> but, but we'll see. It's So it's been a really fun experience. Got those all set up over the weekend, and then uh, you're just kind of messing with them to make sure all the settings are right. But uh, this is really exciting stuff over at Joe's Karting. You need to get over there today, joeskarting.com, for more information, and then get over to Joe's and do a little bit of racing. And you can do some sim racing here coming up shortly. Get some real cool experience going on here shortly. All right, today's show, we're going to cover some of the news as we are just about ready to kick off the 2021 NASCAR season. Turn number two, we're going to talk with Shelby County Speedway track champion Chuck Madden. Then in turn number three, we're going to talk junior, with the Ritz Chuck Steelers. Madden Jr. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the junior. Because he uh, got then, uh, getting a beer when we were recording it. He's a junior. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she didn't believe that he was of age. <laughs> Jim Blazina, the racing realtor, is going to join us in turn number three. And then in turn number four, we're going to get you set for, today, uh, for Sunday. See, that's old habit. We're going to get you set for Sunday's Daytona 500 party at Quaker Steak and Loop. It is going to be a chilly, chilly Sunday. So best way to handle that is to get to Quaker Steak and Loop and Council Bluffs. Get yourself some nice spicy hot wings and a beer, and you're going to have a great time battling that cold weather. Don't sit inside and watch the race. That's that's just not fun. Come and hang out with us. Win some great prizes. Have a great time at Quaker Steak and Loop. Dirk, we got a little bit of news that has uh, has been circulating around the headlines. And we're going to start off with Martin Truex Jr. is looking to get a contract extension at Joe Gibbs Racing and hopes to have something announced shortly. Yeah, um, you see a few guys. I mean, his teammate, uh, Denny Hamlin, just got one done. So Joe's usually up, up, up on the ball about that stuff and trying to get uh, – get stuff done, you know, so it's not a distraction come August, something like that. So I'd be surprised if Martin doesn't have something done in the first half dozen races or so. Yeah. The sponsor contracts are, they're very difficult to get done because you got a lot of pieces you got to put into place, even though you would assume Joe wants to re-sign Martin Truex Jr. I, I think he'd be crazy to let him go. 
Oh, yeah. He's not going to let him go. That's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, the only thing that would run into that is if all of a sudden the sponsorships for Martin Turks Jr. pulled out and, and didn't. He, they weren't able to get the funding put together for that, but that doesn't seem very likely. I mean, Martin's a, a pretty sponsorable guy. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely marketable. You know, it, it's more likely that Mark, Martin would be pulling out of this, you know, with, with his girlfriend Sherry's uh, recent announcement of having cancer again. There's more likely that he'd take a step back than than the other way around. Do you feel like, does Martin, do you think Martin Kirk Jr. has got a little extra pressure on him? I mean, obviously he's talented. He's He's got the ability to be able to win. But when you look at Joe Gibbs Racing's stable down in the Xfinity series, do you feel like those guys have got a little more pressure on them to perform because they could easily be replaced by a young shoe coming up out of the Xfinity series? Well, yeah, I don't care who comes out of the Xfinity series. There's nobody down there right now that can replace Martin Truex. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he does. He, he kind of, I don't want to say struggled in 2020, but in terms of Martin Truex Jr., he struggled. And it's the same boat we put the Kyle Busch in. Kyle Busch yeah. had a terrible year. Well, Kyle Busch said after about two races that he was struggling without practice. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that hurt the whole camp just a little bit. You know, they went to the track with a baseline setup and didn't have enough time to tweak it where, you know, I think Danny Hamlin was going more to the racetrack with probably what close to what he finished the last race at that track with. Yeah. So you know, he was a lot closer starting off and, and why that didn't transfer over to the other guys. I, I really don't know. You know, they're all at the same camp. So they, yeah. you know, they yeah, share I, ideas. And, I wonder what they're, what they're going to do, because just like you mentioned, a couple of those guys had str- struggled throughout the season because they, they relied on that practice to be able to tweak the car and put it into the box they wanted in. And we know that there's only going to be a handful of racetracks that they're going to allow practice. So the, those those teams at Joe Gibbs Racing that struggled without practice, they got to figure something out for 2021. Um, well, part of it will be just depending on what they decide for a test policy for the year. And, you know, if, if Martin Truex was, was 10 years younger, I'd say they might just throw this season away because they're going to have the new car next year. Mm-hmm. But at the, at the age of 40, I don't see him throwing a, a year away. You know, he's going to go out there and try and win. Maybe they'll just do, you know, more more time on the shaker rig you know, the chassis dyno, some of that stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully get some better results. Tonight, as we publish on Tuesday night, the Bush Clash kicks off the 2021 race season. And for that, uh, DeWalt is going to be sponsoring Martin Truex Jr. for the uh, the Bush Clash tonight, which, by the way, I believe you can watch that on FS1. You can hear it on MRN and Sirius XM. But that's going to be uh, tonight, Tuesday night, if you're listening the day we published it, uh, which actually I think that's uh, a about an hour or two before we published or after we published. So yeah, I was gonna say, it's, uh, seven something. I want to say like a seven twenty yep. Eastern Eastern time start. I think JC's got it at seven o'clock. So that'd probably be coverage. And then green flag will probably drop. Yeah. Seven twenty seven, something like that. And again, that's that Eastern time. time. So for around yep. here, that's going to be, you know, six twenty or whatever, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, everybody's been waiting. I, this race does not have the normal excitement for me just because they changed the format so much and they're running it on the road course and it's going to take way too long in my book. So yeah, I, I, I just don't, don't like this part. I think they should run it like they used to get out there, make it just longer than a fuel stop and uh, let them go have fun. 
So that will be a little bit of a long race, but you can watch that again tonight on Fox Sports 1. And once again, looks like um, DeWalt's going to be sponsoring the 19 cars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one of, the, one of the things that I don't care for with what they did for this race was allowing the team that wasn't even around last year to come in and then just, you know, pick up a driver like that. You know, they were going to mm-hmm. do that. Why the hell didn't they get, just get Tony Stewart and at least have a legitimate shot? <laughs> I don't know if they do. Tony wasn't very good his last couple of years. Yeah, well. Dude Wipes is going to be sponsoring Anthony Alfredo in six races for 2021 in the uh, 38 car. So good to see those guys announcing a multi-race sponsorship. Um, That Alfredo dude ought to have ragu spaghetti sauce or something. You would think, right? (laughs) (laughs) Looks like they're going to be sponsoring. some chicken for chicken Alfredo or something. (laughs) Uh, they're going to be sponsoring the uh, Alfredo's Machine at Homestead Miami Speedway on February 28th, the Dirt Race at Bristol on the 28th of March, Kansas on May 2nd, Alfredo's Home Track, New Hampshire Motor Speedway on July 18th, and then the Night Race back at Bristol on September 18th. And on Halloween, he's going to be under the lights at Martinsville for October 31st. So six races for Anthony Alfredo picking up Dude Wipes. I, I, I have to look into what this is, but there's only one thing it can be, right? I'm thinking. Yeah. They, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try to Google this. Oh, my God. Yeah, these are man wipes. I might need to get some of these. I mean, being off the racetrack, I could definitely use some refreshing wipes. <laughs> some, uh, some Saturday afternoons, it, they would appreciate it up in the announcer's booth if I could smell a little bit better. NBM Motorsports, we talked about them running some Cup Series races. They've registered the number 13 car. Last year, they ran the 49 on a part-time basis. Looks like they're going to be switching to the number 13 car, so they're going to be picking up that lucky 13. That's exactly why they did it, because they were unlucky with 49, that's for sure. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and throw caution to the wind and try it. Uh, Kurt Busch had some conversation during his uh, Daytona 500, uh, or Daytona media availability earlier this week. He tested the next-gen car in November and in January said that uh, one of the things that he recommended NASCAR takes a look at is that NASCAR now has dual exhaust for that car. And one of the exhaust pipe runs directly underneath the driver. And he said after about 25 laps or so, you could really feel the heat coming up off that, that exhaust. Uh, it's kind of odd that they, they did that. I mean, the exhaust isn't that far from the driver now. You know, that was one of the reasons the exhaust always exited or one of the reasons they changed several years ago and put the exhaust out the right side. First mm-hmm. of all, to get it away from the fuel, you know, which the fuel's dumped in the driver's side, so they put it out the passenger side. And yep. secondly, was to get it a little further away from the driver. Uh, just the way that I, I don't know why they can't or how far back they take it before they cross it over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I haven't, nobody's seen the car, so you can't answer that question. When I when I read that, I thought, boy, you'd have figured during the design phase they would have assumed that would be an issue, but maybe they just missed it or what? I don't know, but um, that's kind of an interesting little deal to deal to pop up that that it was getting too hot. And yeah, like I said, I, I, we've seen some some publicized pictures that NASCAR has put out. Do you do they go? I don't think the exhaust goes out the sides anymore. I think it goes out the back now, doesn't it? I haven't seen a picture of the car to be able to say yes or no, but I wouldn't, I, I don't know why you'd want to run the exhaust. You know, their, their whole deal was not running it by the fuel at any, any, any point. So why would they run it all the way back past the fuel cell? 
which technically is behind steel, et cetera, et cetera. I understand that, but uh, I don't know why they constrict the engine that far. So looking at the, um, I Googled some pictures of it and Joey Logano doing his uh, test at Phoenix. I can definitely see the hole still for the exhaust coming out right in front of the, uh, the rear tire. Yeah. And I'm trying to find another angle. Yeah. It's coming out same spot, both sides. So about what, probably six, eight inches in front of the tire. So it's not going off the back. Like I was thinking. Yeah. But they've got it coming out both sides. Yeah. See where in this, the car they're running right now, it just comes out the passenger side. Yeah. It's, I can see it in, in one of the shots of him coming across the front stretch and you can see the driver's net. So it's, it's on the, it's on the left side, but yeah, there's, it's coming out that side now. Yeah, well, that would be why it's hot under the seat. <clears throat> and I know that they've been playing around because one of the complaints that some people have is that it's just too loud at NASCAR tracks. So they were kind of playing around with trying to find ways of deflecting that sound and making things a little less uncomfortable for race fans to sit there. And I can kind of be in that same boat. I think you might be too. I mean, you've, you've had to deal with hearing loss because of racetracks. Well, yeah, I, I've been saying it for years. They should quiet them down. And it's simple. Just put a damn muffler on the thing. Yeah. They make, a, they make a muffler that would tone down the noise and not really hurt the horsepower. And if it cuts the horsepower in half, it's cutting the horsepower for everybody. So it's not like it's a detriment to one team. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I know about it because it, it does. It, there's loud, and I love the, the loud excitingness of a, of a NASCAR race, but it, it does get uncomfortable, especially if you're in the infield or you're sitting in those first 50, 60 rows at the racetrack. It's, I can only imagine what it is at Bristol. I mean, it, I've heard it is just deafening. Yeah. And I mean, I wear earplugs all the time at the racetrack. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, but they only do so much. Yeah. So coming yeah. back to the news story, Kurt, Kurt Busch says they got a little bit of work to do. They need to figure out some sort of a cooler situation with that car, whether it means installing some better insulation underneath the seat of the uh, of the driver or moving that exhaust around a little bit, but they've got to figure out something because it got just a little too hot too quick for him. And races early in the season, late in the season, probably not a big deal, but you get into that, that summer heat and those racetracks. I mean, inside the car, it's already 145, 150 degrees, and that's before they got that exhaust underneath the seat. So it could up at another 10, 15 degrees pretty easily. Yeah, um, and I don't know still if that's just as much of a just a sensation because – the, the exhaust is going to be right under the floor no matter where they uh, exit the car, and the cockpit gets hot. Moving it to one side or the other is really not going to do a, a huge difference on the interior temperature of the car, but in direct correlation to the driver, you know, maybe they could just put another piece of insulation under the seat or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be an easy fix. It. All right, anything I missed? Anything you want to talk about before we get started? Uh, Ryan if, Blaine, uh, you've got the Ryan Blaney's got the poll for the clash. Yeah, let's pull this up real quick. Yeah, Ryan Blaney and Alex Bowman are going to be starting on the front row. Hamlin and Kozlowski are going to be row two. Byron and Tyler Reddick, row number three. Elliott and Custer, row number four. Jones and Elliott, row five. Newman, DiBenedetto, row six. Busher and Ty Dillon, row seven. Kurt Busch, Kyle Busch, row eight. How about that? The brothers are starting next to each other. Harvick and Truex in row nine, Austin Dillon and Stenhouse row number 10, and Eric Amarola, Taylor and Charlie row number 11. Yeah, looks like they're just trying to phase Harvick out. Got him starting way in the back, not going to give him a chance. <laughs> get him out. He's old, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us. Yeah, 
That's going to do it for us in turn number one. Just around the corner, Chuck Madden Jr. is going to talk about his uh, track championship at Shelby County Speedway. Then we're going to get joined by... And Chuck's plans for 2021. Correct. Then in turn number three, Jim Blazina, the racing realtor, is going to join us. Jim didn't win a championship, but Jim's uh, been a great supporter of the show, and he just called and said, hey, do you you guys have time to get me on the show? And I said, of course. You want to get on our show? We'll definitely let you on the show. Well, he got some sponsor news and stuff, so it's all good. And, and, uh, yeah, he's got some big stuff that he talked about for 2021. I'm really excited for his, his season. I hope he has a good one. He's definitely heading in the right direction. Then in turn number four, we're going to come back and talk about the Daytona 500 party going on Sunday at Quaker Steak and Loot. Hang tight. Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you white knuckle racing by the river bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Karting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse joeskarting.com for more information